0: The following BLTV program is brought to you by O'Flaherty Law. Please enjoy. Thanks for listening to the On Purpose Growth Podcast. Let us know what you thought in the comment section. For more from On Purpose Growth, go to onpurposegrowth.com. Subscribe here at BLTV for all of our content, including the daily Learn About Law Podcast, Seize Your Business, Making Real Estate Fun, and Logical Logistics Podcast, brought to you by O'Flaherty Law. Thanks for listening. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the On Purpose Growth Podcast. Today, I'm excited because uh, I've got uh, Mike Seller on, uh, uh, on the line and, and on the video with us today. He's a, uh, a business architect, an entrepreneur mentor, and uh, he's got a book coming out, and um, Called Twice Born: How a Crisis Can Can Remake You. So, what we're going to be talking about is how you can use a crisis to your advantage, uh, help have it help you instead of hurt you. So, so Mike, thanks for being on, man. And why don't you give uh, you know people a little bit of background on you?
1: Beautiful. Excited to be here, Brian. Thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah. So, background: I've started fifteen plus businesses, done nine figures in total. Total revenue with those ventures, um, but in the midst of that whole journey, you know, I started having things go wrong, as you often do in business. And um, you know, one of the things was, uh, you know, in 2018, right before we got married, uh, one of my my main cash cow business, which was taking like five hours of time a week, boom, two months before we got married, basically a partnership split, like major issues, conflict. And I lost a huge, huge chunk of revenue that year. Then that same year, I got hit with another like a, a quarter million dollar loss on a real estate property that, you know, to my bottom line. Wow. Um, and and plus, I had got married and I had massive wedding expenses. Like we literally had a wedding in Florence, Italy with 60 plus people, then one in Nashville. And uh, it was like, it was insane. So um so that's how the book was partly how this the seeds of the book were born and then when this whole covid started hitting mm-hmm. and and i just was like oh man i i wanted to tell my story and also provide like a modern inspirational guide mm-hmm. to how to navigate a crisis with a positive mindset and feed your mind and all that and so literally in march i started writing this book and uh enlisted a, a friend and one of my clients actually did co-write with me and then my wife uh who's absolutely brilliant as a writer so that's that's how it all came to came to be
0: that's awesome man and and, well awesome that you're helping people not awesome that you're going through (laughs) crisis right well well, i'm out
1: of the crisis of it but um yeah yeah,
0: exactly. uh, so, so you so you, you definitely speak from experience and that's the, uh, the, the thing that, uh, you know, I love. And when we were talking before, you, you're, you're very, very genuine and, uh, and authentic. So, uh, so I appreciate you coming out with the book and I'm excited to, uh, you know, to read it. So um, where do we start on this? What, what, what's the, um uh, what's the perspective that uh, entrepreneurs that you, know, you cross, whether you work with them or people just crossing uh, in your work, how do they have to
1: start thinking about crises and using them to their advantage? Good question. Uh, the first thing is is there's things that are in your control and there are things that are out of your control. So often, um, like we can't, we really truly can't control the outcomes of certain circumstances. And like what we're seeing with COVID, you know, mm-hmm. the coronavirus, it's like, hey, there's little invisible tiny virus Just dismantled the world's greatest economies and created fear and pandemic, and then also helped accelerate even unrest, civil unrest. Mm-hmm. Where we've now got the Black Lives Matter movement accelerating and, and creating change. And uh, so there's certain things you can't control, but there are things you can control. Like during the midst of, you know, I basically had about a three year time period where I lost over a million dollars, where investments, business decisions went wrong people backing out or not fulfilling their end of the commitment so i have to come up with an extra a hundred thousand dollars whatever and um during that season i was like i i felt like i was getting pummeled and as you know like mike tyson quota you know ever uh what did he say about it until you it's, get punched it's, in it's, the it's, face yeah you're, you're not a
0: fighter until you get punched in the face yeah, yeah, something yeah, like that right yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah. So I was getting punched in the face and the gut and the ribs and all those things. And then my wife was as well, because my stress, she's very feeling oriented. So she uh. took on a lot of that. So her, her health plummeted. Now we're dealing with a health crisis and financial and business crises. I'm like, Oh, and we're newly married. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful. Um, so, um, but the thing I could control, every day like in my darkest days my darkest weeks and months was my mindset mm-hmm. literally every day i would get up and read uh, a positive mindset book like a norman vince appeal hat, badass you're a badass on making money thinking grow rich you know wallace waddles science of getting rich mm-hmm. whatever it would be the bible um to feed my mind positively because I'm like, Hey, I'm getting a lot of depletion. My, my accounts are being depleted. Boom, boom, boom. Emotional, mental, spiritual accounts are just being, you know, it's like, it's like the great run on the banks in the 1920s. Mm -hmm. I was just getting, (laughs) and I got to put stuff in as fast as I can. And, and, um, so I just kept feeding myself because that was the one thing I could, could control. Um, I think one year I read thirty-seven mindset books in one wow. year, plus wow. other stuff that I was reading. Like yeah, twenty eighteen probably, and and because uh, I was like, this is I, I got at least start somewhat positively and resourcefully and and uh, look for solutions because I'll never get out of it if I if I just succumb and surrender to negative energy and defeat.
0: Yeah, so. um, <clears throat> I like the fact that you brought up like kind of filling it like a bank account, like you were depleted because that gives a great mental picture of if you're creating a void and you got to fill it with something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: And, and what happens too is when we enter our days and we know we're going to get hit hard or there's a chance we might, then if we, if we start our day off with reading the news or checking social media or checking email and seeing new problems. Like that's, you know, you open up your email, email social media, whatever, in certain seasons, and we all go through a season. If, you, if your neck is on the line in any way as a business owner or entrepreneur, you're going to go through a season where you're, you're going to get sideswiped and you're going hit, to be hit hard. Um, and how you, how you respond to that is, is like how your character is formed. Mm-hmm. and um, during that season, man, I was, it, was, it was brutal, but I was like, man, I got to start, start with something positive before I turn my phone on. So did you,
0: um, I'm searching for a word. I don't want to say expect crisis to happen, but uh, it sounds like you, you um, knew that something was going to happen at some time, and you prepared yourself on what to do when that time comes. Is that
1: right? Yeah, I think even in my 20s, in my early 20s, I'm 41 now. But I remember reading John Maxwell's book, um, failing Mm Ford. And in that he just told like eight or nine stories of people that their businesses disintegrated, things went wrong, they went bankrupt, whatever. And during so I, I know that part of the entrepreneurial journey it's this roller coaster of ups and downs. So it's like you're never as great as you think you are and you're never as bad as you think you are. Exactly. So,
0: <laughs> so true, man.
1: Um so during those moments and and then even when I I went on a rapid growth spurt in 2015 where 2016 by early 2017 I had 55 employees in like four different businesses and we were growing fast. Actually, I had six or seven active businesses at the time, and um, and I was like, you know what? At some point, this is all this is going to fall apart. I'm mm-hmm. going through my, health, my hell my hellstorm period. Um, I didn't think it was going to be as bad as it was. <laughs> and uh, if I did, you know, you, you never, you know, you, if you ever knew how hard things are going to be, would you actually do it? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Uh, so it sounds like you are,
0: I don't want to say always preparing yourself for a crisis, but you were,
1: um, always preparing yourself to be in the right mindset and state. It sounds like. Yeah, exactly. Like in the, in my, when I was about 20, 19, actually, I went to my first seminar as a Peter Lowe's success seminar Hmm. and, uh, just playing the seed. Hey, you got to feed your mind every day, feed your soul, feed your spirit, feed your body. And you get in those habits, you know, at this point I've read like 1,500 books. Mm-hmm. So I read about a book a week since I was like 21. And um, so you get in those habits and those mindsets um, around certain things. And, and it just enables you. You've got, uh, it's like you've got substance to weather the storm. You've already got armor, mm-hmm. mental, emotional, spiritual armor. It doesn't mean it can't be pierced. If it is pierced, you just heal up and got to build back stronger. Um, But yeah, I I expect that, I expect like I'm in a growth season now where the next three to four years, there won't be a whole lot that goes wrong. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: There'll be some things that go wrong, but I expect for the most part, it's going to be pretty smooth. And then I'll have another like season of crisis, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I'll be better prepared for this one because I'll have some assets put away and all yeah. those that they're very productive. So,
0: well, so you keep using the word, uh, season, mm-hmm. right. And I'm picking up on that. T- talk to me more about that. Cause it sounds like there's, uh, um, some context or perspective there.
1: Yeah. So you look, so, all right. Look at, um, there there's, I'll give you organizational life cycles. Here, here's one. All right. You know, at the beginning of a business, you, um, you're, you've got an infant business. The, you cry, you know your, your business cries a lot, it poops a lot, and it doesn't <laughs> produce much. And you as the quote parents don't get much sleep and you don't get a whole lot of gratitude right. other than you got quote this baby that you're responsible for. Then that business eventually becomes a toddler. It starts to walk on its own, it's walking a little bit, but it's still, you can't leave it alone, it will die it will, you know, uh, put its mouth in an electrical outlet, mm-hmm. careful, <laughs> whatever, right? So you can't leave it alone. It's growing, then it eventually becomes a teenager. Mm-hmm. Teenager, hey, it's, it's pretty independent, it's rolling. But there's still going to be a handful of crises, you know, maybe had too much to drink or whatever, those type things are you uh, relationships, you know, romantic relationships in teenager years are always volatile. Um, so then you enter into what they call the prime stage. Uh, this all comes from Dr. Echek, one of the leading organizational thinkers, mentor to Tony Robbins and some mm-hmm. other guys on organizational life cycles. And then, you know, you enter into that season, everything is humming, like your sales, you know, there's four different areas of business. There's the uh, sales, the administration, the leadership or inf- influence. Um, so everything's just kind of humming. And, um, and, and you need strength in all four of those areas. At the beginning of a business, you need sales. Sales are the lifeblood mm-hmm. of a business. Um, so that's the season, knowing which season you're in. And then after you go through Prime, then you, you know, a lot of businesses, if they quit innovating, they start sliding into bureaucracy. Mm -hmm. Microsoft started doing that about 15 years ago and they eventually about seven or eight years ago brought in a new CEO um, that started rebirthing innovation Mm -hmm. and they've started, you know, their tablets and their, you know, they've done a lot of cool stuff since then. Apple's probably in sliding a little bit closer to bureaucracy, even though they're still innovating, just not as much. They're not bold. Tim Cook is a, you know, when you think about it, they had this visionary leader, Steve Jobs, this brilliant operations guy, Tim Cook, and this uh, incredible brand uh, designer, uh, mm-hmm. Joni Ive. Mm-hmm. Now they only have Tim Cook. Mm-hmm. They got all the cash in the world and tons of brand equity. But, and Tim Cook's not completely anti-innovation. He's for sure for innovation, but you know, they're in a different season. You look at our economy now. We're in a season. We're in winter. Yeah, we are deep winter. Like this is a you know a worst winter on record for our lifetimes, right? Yeah, exactly. And it's not even you know the fall is going to be brutal because uh, all all these lockdowns forcing some businesses into there. Some I I made a list of like I've got 17 different businesses that are have already filed bankruptcy um, big names and then ones that are on the horizon, like it is going to be insane. And then all the restaurant chains and all that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, um, it seems like there's a, di- yet yeah, you're describing a distinction here between objective awareness and judging, right? Like not uh, tell me more about that.
1: Yeah. So like, you know, when you go through in the season as a, as a man, as a business owner, like there's, seasons and relationships marriages mm-hmm. um and some of those seasons like you go through um like i went through my quote tunnel as mm-hmm. a man a tunnel is where like just everything falls apart seemingly okay all right so that was my crisis season where nothing seemed to work that you know call it the midlife crisis where just yeah you know you go out you buy a corvette or whatever yeah right (laughs) but you're at everything you lose things like i had to sell a bunch of real estate that i didn't want to sell that i thought Mm -hmm. i would hold on to for a long time pay off debts um uh but so you create some awareness around hey i'm in this season i'll make it through and this is why you anchor to other people who've been through similar Mm -hmm. seasons and economically like we're 100, every 100 years we have some sort of major catastrophe uh, catastrophe well we're 2020 what happened about 100 years ago great depression right roaring 20s uh, flu pandemic all those things um uh so you subjectively you create i think subjectively you, you're you when you're in it it's like you know the uh, the wine inside the bottle cannot read the label
0: yeah exactly
1: so so it's kind of hard you have to flip it's almost like i have to visualize myself going outside the bottle mm-hmm. and reading what's happening or seeing on my timeline of my life my business life cycle economic life cycle hey this is where i'm heading it's okay i'll make it through It probably will take about two years well mm-hmm. and you know my season of of uh my tunnel lasted about two and a half years
0: sometimes that you know it feels like an eternity when you're in it i mean two and a half years is a long time but it feels like an eternity but so it sounds like um a part of this too is reaching out to other people who have experienced this or um just have some type of awareness that you that you don't have so they can see they can show you the outside of the wine bottle
1: exactly like so i was in uh and a a mastermind with a lot of influencers podcasters authors like big name people some of the biggest names on Mm -hmm. instagram and facebook and uh at least in terms of social media presence i was the small guy but um uh when i shared some of what i was going through back in end of 2018 a lot of them were like came up to me in the midst of it with tears in their eyes like mike (sighs) when we first got married this happened, this happened, hmm. this happened. Six months into our marriage, it was just like all this stuff. And so, um, and then I had other guys that I was in that mastermind in other places where I knew their story. I knew hmm. that they had, you know, uh, lost their business or gone bankrupt or, you know, had this happen or that happen, And they rebuilt themselves. I knew Tony Robbins story. I knew people in the public, but also knew people intimately. hmm and that helped you pull through They're like, Hey, he did it. I'm going to be fine. Yeah. Be good. It'll be I,
0: I think there's a a perspective um, or narrative out there that says, you know, people who succeed, these things don't happen to them. And what I have learned to be true is the exact opposite, right? This is more prevalent than, uh, uh, than what people think because of seasons. Is that right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and then you start seeing patterns. Like, even Dr. Echek has a whole guide on which season you're in and in your entrepreneurial journey. When you go through this two day program called Breakthrough to Prime,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know, and I teach it in my masterminds or with my VIP clients. He's like, hey, all right, let's recognize what season you're in mm-hmm. so that you can make smarter decisions around that. Because, you know, if you're in winter and you've prepared for winter, it's okay. If, if you what? get suddenly hit with a blizzard, then you weren't ready for the blizzard. Now you, your pain is going to be a little bit deeper.
0: Yeah. So um, always back to something we were talking about before, always preparing, like um, it's preparing yourself, I think with the skills on how to understand and maneuver through this,
1: uh, seems to be very important. Yeah. And, and communicating that, like if you're married, communicating that to your spouse or your kids, Um, communicating like my mom will never understand what I do. Mm -hmm. Um, She was a teacher. She doesn't, and she's amazing mom, but uh, she, she now gives me a lot more grace than she used to, but I'll make more money, but I'll also lose more money than she could ever dream of. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Risk and reward. Right. uh,
0: That's how it works. Yeah. So, um, so you shared how some of these other entrepreneurs that, um, you, that were in these mastermind groups with you, that they went through these things and you've gone through these things. So how does somebody start thinking about, you know, we're thinking about how to get through them or prepare yourself, but how do you do it to remake yourself? Right. How do you, yeah. how do you leverage
1: that? So it's a twofold. It's like, all right, control the controllables. Is mm-hmm. a piece. So like what I was talking about, Hey, I, I focused on my mindset and I fed my mind with the stories of overcomers. Mm-hmm. Like, a, I, I can, I can go to the founder of, of PayPal. I know Elon Musk story of certain things and certain seasons and Steve jobs. I know close friends that what they went through at different seasons. Um, so control the controllables, which is your energy, your mindset, and how, You win. Do I win today? Mm -hmm. I can't win yesterday. I can't win tomorrow, but I can show up today. And I may not be able, I might, if I have seven fires, I might only be able to make an impact on one of them that day. Mm -hmm. And I got partly got that from Elon Musk at PayPal, like in PayPal's growth season and their hyper growth season, like they were growing so fast and, but they were getting 30,000 customer issues, customer tickets a month. And they only had eight people working in that department. Oh my gosh! And and at some point, like, and they're just adding, you know, tens of thousands of customers uh, a month. And then they would, like, uh, PayPal's phone number and address were completely unlisted, nowhere publicly available. But uh, randomly, somehow, some hackers or whatever people would figure out uh, where they li- where their office wa- was. And Elon would be, Elon and Peter Thiel and all those guys be at the office. They'd show up at the office at 7 a.m. There'd be like three people waiting outside asking, hey, I got bought these shoes from eBay and I can't get you guys to respond to me and I want my $100 back. And then, Elon, you know, or they just find the unlisted phone number somehow mm-hmm. and be dialing random extensions. And then, hello, this is Elon. Um, boom, boom, you know, I got this issue, you guys, you suckers, blah, blah, blah. Right. And the story was it's a, from a Masters of Scale podcast with Reed Hoffman. So it was Elon and the guys were like, hey, we can only handle, we got to focus on hyper growth. This is mm-hmm. our season of hyper growth. We'll deal, we can't solve this customer issue yet. We can't, that's a fire that's going to, we're going to have to let burn mm-hmm. for a And then about a year and a half later after that, they would, they finally figured out how to solve it, which was hiring a whole customer service company hmm. to handle all their customer service issues and the call center and all that. And that's what they did at that season. But they're like, Hey, this is the most important thing for us to focus on right now is hyper growth. Yeah. It's like you,
0: uh, the growth comes with problems, right? It's not, yeah. uh, it's not all, you know, sunshine and roses, right? And yeah. there are actually problems that you want, right? Yeah,
1: um, exactly.
0: so, uh, so it, it sounds like what people are doing are, uh, and you're suggesting that, that the way you remake yourself is, um, use these things to make yourself better, not wallow in the challenges.
1: Yeah, exactly. The, the whole concept, twice born comes from William James, old Harvard psychologist, founder of modern psychology um, in the early 1900s. He wrote about this concept and it's like those that go through life with very little suffering, they are born once, but those that go through trials and deep suffering and a lot of, you know, history's greatest, uh, people have been through major trials. They mm-hmm. have this opportunity to remake themselves. They have an opportunity to be reborn, twice born. Hmm. And in that, like when you go through those seasons, then you realize, hey, you know what? Life is fragile. Added, hmm. you know, joy, success, you know, all these things. It's it's a moving, moving uh, obstacle, right? and but appreciate it embrace it um you know a lot like edison didn't get himself too up or down on a win or a failure Mm -hmm. right he said oh this this trial didn't work well do another one do another one keep going um all right i gotta win this works beautiful let's see let's how else can we use this boom right you keep uh so having that sort of energy um and in the process to allow a crisis to remake yourself like i'm I shifted from being a business owner who built a lot of businesses to now I'm uh, my goal in my 40s is become America's top entrepreneur mentor hmm. so I want to coach and train and develop and write books um, and that's my vision around that like Grant Cardone blew up in his 50s I want to blow up in my 40s yep. and I have a lot of real life experience that a lot of these other people Online guys don't really have um, so uh, so it's a nice pivot it's a it's where I wanted to be you know like I wrote out in my pers- first ever positive affirmations board that um, in thirty one that I'm mentor and lead some of the brightest and best people in the world hmm. that's what I wrote out at age thirty one well at the time I was just investing in real estate and selling real estate and now that's I get to mentor and coach entrepreneurs from all over the world and um so part of it is like surrendering finding the gift like using using the trial using the suffering as a chance to go deeper in self awareness a chance to go deeper in growth um chance to discover and learn new things like you you know what we're going through right now we can if you're out of a job what could you do uh or if your business isn't working anymore because travel is gone or whatever And how can you use this to rebrand, remake yourself? Some of the best businesses in the world, that's what they did in a crisis. And some of our favorite products and services are because of that. Yeah, uh,
0: (laughs) I've been talking to friends and other entrepreneurs and uh, I'm excited about the time that we're in now because of the leap some technologies are going to take. It's exciting, right? As, as, as crazy as it may seem, there's exciting things that are on the horizon. So much innovation happens right now. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so it sounds like that there's an essence here of, um, or an essence of this is, experience life like life has these seasons these trials and just experience them because that's what life is all about exactly yep. uh,
1: yeah yeah i mean you know uh one of my favorite metaphors this mountain climber gets to the top of a mountain and he's struggled hard with his crew to get all the way to the top of the mountain and he reached the summit the summit that few ever get to, and that a few you know so many dream about, and he 's up at the top of the mountain and it 's just cold and windy and snow and barren it 's just rocks right and then he looks down in the valley, and the further down in the valley you go, the more growth, the more vegetation the more life, the more plants the more animals, the more you know fresh water the lower you go in the valley so that's, that's really, you know, we're in, we haven't been in the depths of the valley in a long time as a, as a world, but right, for example, right before the great Renaissance movement, moving us from the medieval dark ages into Renaissance, the black plague swept through Europe for multiple, like multiple, uh, uh, whatever, uh, years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, cycles, cycles, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah you know, and, and wiped out half the population of Europe. right? dismantled the world order. Um, you know, took, took great leaders like Marcus Aurelius. Marcus mm-hmm. Aurelius was living during that. Uh, you know, Isaac Newton discovered calculus and gravity during that season. And da Vinci comes and helps foster in the Renaissance um, because we went through that, that season even though it was really hard it old things had to die for new to take hold
0: and there's a there's a purpose for the season right we may not like it right yeah. uh but if you get something out of it or, or get the purpose out of it for yourself mm-hmm. um uh it, it can be very helpful um so uh how are you working with, uh, entrepreneurs now then? I know you kind of mentioned, um, you know, it sounds like this is the season you're moving into in your business life. Or... Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, my main business, my main focus, and probably my main focus for the next decade, um, at least from what I see right now is to invest deeply in, in, you know, six and seven figure entrepreneurs primarily. Um, so I, I coach and help entrepreneurs like Design their business around their zone of genius, which I think is an intersection of your unique abilities, key relationships, key life experiences, and your values and passions, like the, the bullseye mm-hmm. is the intersection mm-hmm. of all of those. Um, I help mostly, I'd say my core target audience is, is what I call the successful expert. So, okay. building their thought leadership platform, whether they're an author, a speaker, uh, coach, podcaster, writer um what else uh, consultant uh, mm-hmm. so i do those are like i understand that platform really well that arena and love to help people you know i've had clients go from making a couple hundred grand to making nine hundred thousand dollars six months later or busting through that six-figure mark for the first time and then mm-hmm. on the way to 250 or 500 um so i i love that that world that's um uh, but i uh, you know i've been in six different industries and 16 yeah. plus businesses so I, I i'll always be playing in a few other arenas as well yeah. <laughs> I want to get back in the e-com game myself as well so oh okay
0: yeah yeah it's kind of like once uh once you get a taste of it you can't like
1: yeah. let it go
0: right yeah yeah. yeah <laughs> well cool man well, i appreciate you being on and this is really interesting especially with your book coming out as well as in the time that we're in uh, i'm I'm grateful for uh you know everything you shared and uh you know i trust everybody watching was uh it was useful for them so why don't you let everybody know how they can get a hold of you uh and we'll post it wherever they're watching or listening at this
1: yeah great uh mike is my main website twice born the book i'm sorry TwiceBornBook.com. born twice born mm-hmm. um, book and then uh, michael r zeller on instagram and michael zeller on facebook and linkedin so appreciate you awesome. having me on and great connecting
0: yeah, same here, man. Awesome. I appreciate you sharing that and, uh, and being on too. So thanks everybody for tuning into uh, this episode of the On Purpose Growth Podcast. We will post um, all the links and how to get a hold of uh, uh, Mike wherever you're uh, listening or, or watching this. So don't worry if you didn't write anything down and uh, we look forward to seeing you on next time. Thanks, everybody. Take care. The following BLTV program is brought to you by O'Flaherty Law. Please enjoy.